0: Happy to have you back. It's Abby and Daniela with Give Me the Creeps. Hello, hello. Um, we have a bit of a huge update that we keep forgetting to let y'all in on. So I'll let Daniela take the reins for this one. Yes. Okay. So I don't know if y'all remember,
1: but from I think it was the second episode,
0: right? Oh. It was very early. Yeah. It was a I very honestly early think one.
1: it was the second episode. <laughs> um, but if you listened to the second episode, you know it is the black eyed children episode, which terrified the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And like what added to that fear was that the original, like the first time it was ever posted about on the internet. By this man, Brian Bethel. Okay, <laughs> he lived in Abilene, which is, mm-hmm. like, an hour away from me. And mm-hmm. so that freak, that added to the terror. Well, come to find out, this man is actually, like, extremely real. And <laughs> I did some deep digging, and I fucking found his Facebook. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Well, I wanted, I thought about maybe like asking him if he would do an interview for us or something, but I figured that that would be really um, forward of me. Like, I don't know. It freaked me (laughs) out. So I was like, I'm just going to friend request him first and see what happens. And he fucking accepted my friend request. And he has liked several of my things. (laughs) And (laughs) It was like exciting, but now I don't know if anyone has noticed uh, if you follow us or no, if you follow me on any social media whatever, but I usually will post that the new episode is up or whatever. Well, mm-hmm. I haven't been doing that because <laughs> I'm afraid <laughs> that he is going to see it and be like, that's why a shoe friend requested me. So I'm like, because oh, I also read. It. That he doesn't really like to talk about it anymore because so many oh. people like um said that he lied and like all this shit. So he just doesn't yeah. like to really do interviews on it. Um So that's also why I haven't asked because I'm very nervous. But I'm thinking mm. maybe react a little bit more on Facebook. I will eventually have the balls to ask him, but I don't know.
0: We will see. Very exciting. Little baby steps for us. Yes. But now a real also... real celebrity. I'm In kidding. the very back of my mind, I'm like,
1: I'm now like one degree away from a black-eyed child, like knowing I exist. A child. <laughs> oh, my God. It's true. So, yeah, that sometimes keeps me up at night. And then... I try to forget. Oh God. Speaking of a he, child. Can him.
0: <laughs> he can send them He can send those children my way, no. <laughs> Just
1: kidding. She's crying at the door.
0: Aw. Well Yeah. Very cool. I can't wait to see what um comes about from this friendship, Facebook friendship. Yes. Um I'm Yeah, very cool. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm the same with you. Like I some days I'm brave and I'm like, let's interview him. And other days I'm like, oh my goodness, what if he wants to talk to us? Well,
1: also on top <laughs> of that, he is a writer for the Abilene newspaper. And that also is slightly intimidating. Because we're just like a little bitty podcast. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, true. I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah.
0: Still very neat. Congratulations. Yeah. <clears throat> well, hope y'all are ready for this one. Woo. It is a wild ride. Um, this week I wanted to cover the amazing case of Delamar Vera. Mm-hmm.
1: Does it ring a bell?
0: Ooh, okay, cool. So to start, I'll go ahead and list my sources. I used tampabay.com, bay.com, telegraph.com, chicagotribune.com and cnn.com and The Guardian. Um, Starting at the beginning, Luzeda Cuevas... Wait. Cuevas? Cuevas? Cuevas. Also, guys, you guys... Okay, listen to this. I... (laughs) Sorry. Yes, I think that does translate to that. I am very shy about covering names that are, or, you know, people who are from other countries because of this reason. I, get, I guess I can relate to Daniela in that way is sure. like, I am very scared of like mispronouncing. And I yeah. practiced all day long and I'm already stumbling. So just yeah. <laughs> bear with me. But um, me. so Luceda Cuevas and Pedro Vera welcomed their baby girl, Delamar Vera, on December 5th, 1977. Um, Luz and Pedro live in a Philadelphia suburb known as Frankfurt. Luz has two other children and her newborn Delamar with Pedro, and they reside at 4410 Hurley Street. Late afternoon, Pedro's cousin, Carolyn Correa, comes by because her brakes are having issues, and um, she asks him if he can look at them for her. This is the first time that she's ever come by to visit, and it's the first time she gets to meet Luz. Um, he agreed, and while he went to look at her breaks, Carolyn goes inside and visits with Luz. They talk about how the both of them have newborns, but as soon as the conversation runs dry, it feels awkward. So it's like an uncomfortable conversation, I guess. So here, here's where the timeline is a little bit off. I'm not sure if Luce leaves the room or if Carolyn goes outside. But at some point there's a fire that starts upstairs and yeah. it's like frantic. It's around 7 p.m. at this point. And the front, the room that it started in was in the front upstairs bedroom. And it looks like there's a window open, which doesn't make sense right off the bat to, because she would have known if she opened that window. So mm. the window is open, and she knows that that's her baby's room. So when she realized there was a fire, Luz immediately runs upstairs to Delmar's room, and she says that she's not in her crib. Hmm. <gasps> So the baby's not in her crib. The fire is taking off. There's a lot of smoke. She runs back into the baby's room one more time because how? why is the baby not in the room? Like, what the heck? So she runs right. back in because she's like, my baby has to be in the room. So she runs back in the bedroom, and the, the smoke was way too thick, so she had to run right out, like – all the way outside this time. And she has her boys with her. She runs out into the middle of the street shouting in Spanish, My baby, my baby. Neighbors emerge from their homes as smoke pours from that front bedroom window of the Vera home. Gloria Mojica's son, Jose Rosario, rushes inside to get the baby. But by the time he tried climbing the stairs, he was overcome by smoke. He but said, she that... was in there. Who was in here?
1: Who, what? The baby wasn't in there though, right? Right. But
0: she keeps screaming that there's a baby, like there's a baby in the house, you know, so she's, she's screaming in the street. The neighbors like, don't know what's what, but because she's saying there's a baby in there, he still attempts to run inside. So he tries climbing the stairs and he says that he heard a baby upstairs. He heard, he hears crying and he tries his best, but he said he was, it was just too smoky and he's choking on smoke when he comes outside um, the Philadelphia Fire Department arrived taking control of the situation and the flames were put out within 14 minutes. She allegedly told one of the representatives of the fire department that her baby was missing. She told them that she went into the room and she couldn't find her and that she wasn't in the crib. And uh she just keeps repeating that, like the baby was not in the crib. Pedro wasn't present at the home, uh, but when he was notified either by his cousins or by Carolyn herself um, of the fire, he quickly went to the home. When he got there, he was told his infant daughter had perished in the fire.
1: What the fuck?
0: Luz was frantic that Delmar was not in her crib. But she was in shock and had burns on her face and had inhaled plenty of smoke. And that's what the police and the firefighters keep telling her. is like, you're in shock. It's just your nerves. You know, you need to calm down. And then, you know, they, they see to her and whatnot. But she just, there's something about it that she's just certain that she wasn't in that room. And she just couldn't accept what the firemen had told her. No remains were ever found after the flames were extinguished. And some might say perhaps the fire grew too hot. The 10-day-old's body could have possibly disintegrated. Oh my God. The official cause of the fire was listed as an overheated extension cord attached to a space heater. With nothing else being investigated, police concluded her remains were in fact incinerated in the flames. Oh my God. Poor Luce could not have a funeral because there were no remains and the medical examiner's office could not issue a death certificate and told the family to go to court in order to obtain one. She couldn't afford lawyers to pursue a missing person's case, so sadly, she just had to move on. Luce and Pedro moved to another house nearby with her two sons and had a second child, um, a son named Samuel, Samuel, in 1999. Even so, as time moved forward, Luz prayed all the time that she would find Delmar. She didn't feel it in her heart that she was gone. Pedro, when speaking with Mojica, told her, which is the neighbor, and since they moved nearby, I guess the neighbors still stayed, the same, you know, neighbors, Mm -hmm. Um, he told her that he believed his baby was stolen. Um, So they're having these conversations still, but they aren't pursuing any kind of case at this point. Luz and Pedro stayed together until December of 2002. As far as family went, I guess they didn't come around as much, or if they did, Carolyn Correa was not around. On one family occasion, Pedro's sister, Evelyn Vera, decided that although broken up, Luz should be invited to her granddaughter's third birthday party that she was hosting. She also invited Carolyn Correa, who she claimed was like a sister. So Pedro, um, Luce's ex-husband's sister, has this party for her granddaughter, invites Luce, Carolyn, all these family members. And on January 24th, 2004... Uh, while mingling at the party, Luce notices a little girl playing with the other kids. She was drawn to her, especially when she smiled. Her dimple looked just like one of her son's single dimple on one of his cheeks. She waited to see whose daughter she was. When Evelyn walked over to Luce and said, "Isn't Carolyn's daughter beautiful?" What? Luce couldn't believe it. She saw the little girl's dimple on one of her cheeks, and she knew it was Delamar. It was crazy how much the little girl looked like her other boys, especially like her biological mother. Thinking on her feet, she fought the urge to grab her daughter and run out the door. She composed herself and quickly recalled what she'd seen in her investigation shows. She called over the little girl, introduced to her as Aaliyah. So the little girl's name is Aaliyah Hernandez, and she's only six, Um, so Luz is talking to her and she tells her you have gum in your hair. Let me help you get the gum out of your hair. So she's carefully touching her hair and she carefully pulls out five strands of hair from her head and places them in a napkin, folds it and puts it away in a plastic bag. Wow. State representative Angel Cruz <clears throat> listened to her story and directed Cuevas to launch an investigation by connecting her to police. So um, Luz is desperate at this point. She takes the five strands of hair to this guy, um, Angel Cruz, who's, I guess, a local like politician that she thinks is going to listen to him. And he he does. He sits there for like an hour and a half, listening to the whole thing start to finish. He's skeptical, but something in his heart is telling him, like, this is somebody's mom and she has like this feeling. So... Why not see where this leads? So he yeah. has the police um, open up an investigation, and the DNA test revealed that the girl was hers. and authorities eee? request that uh, Carolyn come in for a second DNA test. And before the she does it, she comes in, uh, I found where is it extra dot i e. I could also, a lot of this information was spread very thin among a bunch of sources, and it was a little bit like frazzly to figure it out. But, um, mm. Carolyn, she, she like cooperates at the beginning, no idea why. So she shows up and she does the second set of DNA tests. They do not arrest her, however, they take, uh, the little girl into their custody. Mm-hmm. because they already know that it's not her daughter, but they still need to do a second set of DNA tests just in case. But they don't arrest her because they, I guess they didn't have enough to prove that she kidnapped her. I don't know why. But um. mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So the officials placed the child in New Jersey state custody, and when police returned to Correa's home to confront her about the DNA results, she had fled, leaving behind three other children. Oh. She remained a fugitive for like a few days and um, she had multiple arrest warrants on charges that included arson, kidnapping, and concealing the whereabouts of a child. Lieutenant Thomas McDevitt of the Special Victims Unit said Cuevas told police that Correa uh, was a distant friend of a cousin of the baby's father from whom she has separated. Cuevas had met Correa the day before the fire, McDevitt said Correa returned December 15th saying that she had left her purse upstairs. So that's what—that's when she had a chance to go upstairs and start the fire and then take the baby. <clears throat> the, the fire f- was discovered shortly after Correa had left the house. And I guess the baby was missing, but they didn't know that until. But that is kind of confusing because when that other guy said he was going upstairs, he said he could hear a baby. So I don't know. Boyle said that when the police told Cuevas about the DNA test results Saturday night, she was overwhelmed with joy. She sat there and shook and cried and kept saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. Police say they cannot fully explain why Delamar was declared killed. Officers at the time found bone fragments they thought were the baby's remains, but tests later showed them to be non-human. When investigators returned to the scene, firemen had already dumped several hundred pounds of debris From the gutted bedroom in the backyard, the officers sifted through the debris, but found mostly dry wool particles, which they were told resembled human ashes, but only those burned at a thousand degrees for an hour or longer. The fire, which was confined to the bedroom, lasted only about 15 minutes and was nowhere near a thousand degrees, McDevitt said. McDevitt admitted this scenario is an explanation only up to a point. On the other hand, officers had no reason to suspect arson or kidnapping, he said. Upon realizing it was a kidnapping, it was suspected that Correa may have conspired with someone. Pedro is her cousin by marriage, but he remained adamant that he was not part of this. They believed he was at least complicit in the crime, claiming he did not want the child. However, he has never been a suspect. So they're claiming claiming that since uh, Delmar's dad, the baby that went missing... Uh, Her dad, I guess, since he didn't show as much interest in like she's missing or whatever, uh, they're claiming that he might have been part of Carolyn's plan to take the baby from them. Um, So I'm going to take it to CBS News because other family members came forward, too, because that was another major question the public kept asking. How did no one notice that she all of a sudden had a baby? You know, like, did they notice she was pregnant? Family members claim that Carolyn Correa would constantly lie and you know, miscarriages happen, but they claim, like, she was probably lying, and uh, whenever she finally, or this this one time, I guess she actually did want a baby, so she stole one, I guess. I don't know, but Jesus. CBS News, um, new twist in baby ID case. This is from March 9th, 2004, so, like, within two Everything. months of the the girl being Oh, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, within uh, a month or two of the the girl being discovered as not Carolyn's daughter. Um, so let me read it. <clears throat> a cousin of the little girl allegedly kidnapped as a newborn says that for years, he and other relatives implored her parents to check into the familiar looking child's identity. We told them many times over the years that Aaliyah looked like their child and they should do something, Jose Vera told the Courier Post of Sherry Hill. So Jose is um, Pedro's cousin, who with his ex-wife, Luz Cuevas, is just getting to know the daughter they had named, Delamar six years ago. Jose is also a cousin of Carolyn Correa of Willing Willingboro who was accused of taking the girl from her crib in 1997 and setting a fire to cover up the kidnapping. Officials say Correa raised the girl as her own until January when the two ended up at the same birthday party as Cuevas, who had a hunch that the girl introduced to her as Alia Hernandez was really her daughter. DNA tests confirmed her hunch and last week Correa was charged. She is being held in Philadelphia on a one million dollar bail. 1 million dollars, can you believe that? Jeez. Jose Vera Jose Vera says for years relatives suspected the girl's suspected the girl Correa called her daughter was not her own, but we were all caught in the middle because we were cousins to both families, said Jose Vera. It was up to the parents. They should have done something more before, but they were just leaving it in the hands of the police. He said relatives could see would see the pair at parties attended by pedro but not by luce and she only saw the child in photographs but not in person until a party in january they agreed the child looked like them and pedro always thought it was his daughter but nothing ever happened until now said jose jose's 18 year old daughter Allison said relatives believed alia belonged to pedro and luce for a long time it's a crazy story just like a movie she said we told my cousin pedro about it but nothing ever happened nothing was done i don't know why Vera and Cuevas were reunited with their daughter on Thursday in a government office in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, on the same day that a judge approved a plan to grant the parents custody. Representative Angel Cruz, who represents the neighborhood where Cuevas lives and accompanied her to the reunion, said the mother was thrilled to meet the child she had named, Delmar Vera. Cruz, interviewed on ABC's Good Morning America, said that A language barrier between the authorities and Cuevas who speaks Spanish might have led to confusion about whether a body was found in the fire in which the girl was believed to have died. Under the custody arrangement, Cuevas and Vera will share legal custody, but the girl, who will keep using the name Alia, will live with her mother. Micklin said the transfer of custody will be a gradual process. The girl does not speak Spanish, and her mother speaks very little English. Attorney Anthony Cianfrani who represents Cuevas, said Friday that Cuevas told authorities she would she believed the girl was kidnapped, but nothing was done. In Philadelphia, the case has prompted calls for an investigation into how authorities could incorrectly conclude Delamar Lamar Vera died in a fire. Cianfrani has said he intends to sue the city of Philadelphia over the botched fire investigation. So. What the fuck? How no. do you... All I keep
1: thinking about is how, what do you do now? Like that little girl mm-hmm. was five, you said? Six. Mm-hmm. Six. How do you go from growing up knowing this other lady is your mom and now you have to live with a completely different...
0: I know. And they don't speak like, her I mean, first language was English. English, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like what? Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Exactly. Um... So, so on December 15th, 1997, after Carolyn started the fire to divert the attention of the kidnapping, she crossed into Willingboro, New Jersey, where she resided. Later, she showed up to her then boyfriend's mother's house and she tells her mans, whose name at the time is Andre Moore, um, look, I was pregnant and this is your baby and she's carrying Delamar. And she claims that she had their baby at her home and then calls her Alia. Hernandez. She had named her after the R&B singer, I think, apparently, and planned to raise her as a little star, sending her to private school and grooming the girl for pageantry and acting classes. What the fuck? A lot of people think that she was like having like a psychosis or something and that's why she took the baby, but I mean she had six years to like correct herself, so others believe that she started to think it really was her daughter after a while, like it didn't feel that it wasn't her daughter anymore after a while. I don't know. There's a lot of um, reasons that people do crazy things. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, reading from The Guardian, let me go back to this other article. Because you're exactly right. That's what we were about to get into, um, is her adjusting to this life. Uh, It's going to be complicated. So when she was first, and this is talking about Delamar, When she was first separated from Carolyn, Delamar screamed and wailed, according to the assistant district attorney, Leslie Gomez. Correa said, goodbye, this is the last time you're going to see mommy, and Delamar was then temporarily placed with a foster family. When she was first formally um, meeting her real mother, lawyers reported that the child hid under the table and popped up shouting, surprise, when asked by Cuevas, do you know who I am? The little girl replied, you are my mother. Cruz told ABC television, Cuevas got A hug and a kiss. Her daughter sat in her lap. The moment she expected six years ago, she got it. American Mm. Social Services recommended that the reunification of the family be part of a slow process, but the state governor decided the child should be given back to her real family as soon as possible. Experts say that this may well be a mistake. Late last Monday... Delamar arrived at her new family home wearing a blue hooded top and pink trousers, she was ushered in the back door to a welcoming party that included her three brothers, aged 4, 10, and 11. I'm at my real home, the child-old reporters asked how she felt. She replied with a giggle, happy. But will it be that easy? Child welfare experts and psychologists predict not. Her world had been turned upside down. Suddenly, she has no access to the woman whom she's always known— as her mother, the siblings that she thought were her siblings or the grandparents she is said to have cherished. Her brutal separation from that previous life may lead to insecurities and confusion. Not only that, but the girl who knows herself as Alia Hernandez has been brought up speaking English. Her real mother is a Spanish speaker with only a slight grasp of English. Then there is a shock of being told that the mother she loved has been arrested and accused of kidnapping her from her crib when she was just a baby. Jillian Linden, a clinical psychologist specializing in working with children, says a girl of six would be unlikely to understand what has happened to her. She has been separated in a really precipitate way from her parents and her family. I would expect that she will suffer considerable grief. What this little girl is going to have to do is take on board not only a new mother, but also what has happened. It could be quite traumatic and could have severe consequences for her and her ability to form attachments. How can she trust anybody after this? How can she reattach to this mom? How does she know somebody is not going to come along and remove her? Professor David Messer of London South Bank University's Department of Child Psychology says... One very important thing is that generally, if the child can keep in contact with the previous person who has been looking after them, then it's not so sudden a change, full of trauma and difficulties. To be separated from that person, as in this case, is going to be quite difficult. But it isn't all gloom. He says, children can be amazingly resilient. One has got to be optimistic. Gradually, the child can come to understand that the other person wasn't fully balanced, And even though the child had affection for that person, she will come to realize that what she did was wrong. To make things even more complicated, the newly reunited family could soon be embroiled in a new set of legal battles as Cuevas' estranged husband, Pedro, has said he intends to seek shared custody at the moment he has visiting rights. Cuevas has since produced her daughter's birth certificate with the father listed as unknown. Mm Because at the beginning, I told y'all how they welcomed their new baby girl, right? Well, Mm -hmm. Pedro cut the umbilical cord, but when they approached him for the birth certificate, he did not sign it.
1: What a piece
0: of shit. So this is where she thinks he never wanted the, the little girl to begin with. And that's, mm-hmm. like, where she, like, builds her grounds that he might be complicit with his cousin stealing her or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, his lawyer that he had to back him up says that he misunderstood what the doctors were saying. So once again, this, like, language barrier, they're in – you know, they're in Philadelphia – Um, I'm not sure how many people speak Spanish there in these professions, like, you know, police, firefighters. Um, And it's the 90s, you know. I don't know. It makes it tough. It makes it tough. I don't like that. But um, let's see. What does it say? Um, But Cuevas is confident that they can overcome these hurdles. She has said, I believe in my heart that she will accept me. For now, the little girl will still be called Aaliyah. Little by little, I will call her Delamar. The little girl with the dimples may already be used to the limelight. She has her own agent, has appeared in TV ads, and has had um, small parts in movies. Her mother is even considering book and movie deals, fielding offers from 25 different producers. And she, and has retained three attorneys and what has been described as a showbiz lawyer. But a time of quiet is what they really need. After posing at the door of her new family home, Delamar said to report his reporters don't come no more please don't what okay because they kept you know they want to know more about the story and so reporters I mean, just kept showing up i guess
1: yeah but so when was that
0: when did that happen 2004 so how the fuck old is she now um she's probably like in her 20s by now right i wonder if wait if what she was happened six with
1: her little career
0: I tried looking. I looked her up. I found her Instagram, but I don't have any information on, like, how they're doing, if her mom yeah. is doing anything. Um, but there is, like, movies about her life and stuff. One of them oh, is a Lifetime shit. movie called uh, Little Girl Lost, and it tells the story of her kidnapping and her mom finding her. Um, yeah. So, compared to most missing children's cases, this is a much happier ending. However, luce and others can see how the officials sent to the home initially were supposed to do their best to help her whether it was lost in translation or there was a misunderstanding they were quick to accept that the baby had died in the fire they did not look for her other than in the home so if it was a dire situation like what if a lunatic took her and like murdered her they would they should definitely be at fault for not looking for her You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, They're lucky that she, we don't know if she was abused in her household the last, you know, six years before this, before she was found again or whatever. But at the same time, like, she could have been and they just didn't find her all that time. Right. And a whole six years went by, resulting in a child essentially being told a lie and not having t- – and now having to, like, adjust to a new life. And Delamar does not speak – like, we discussed, they don't speak the same languages. I'm sure by now they've they've been okay, but mm-hmm. – and then the dad, too. The dad was having visiting rights, and then he wanted also to share custody. And it's, like, a whole – it's just a bunch of mess Yeah, for that little girl, but – Hopefully she's doing well and she's um, adjusted and everything. The woman that took her, which is Carolyn uh, Correa, I think she got 30 years. According to this Fox News article from January of 2015, she got 30 years in prison for kidnapping. Wow. Um, She accused, she's still saying like Pedro helped her commit the crime, but he's denied it. And like I said, he's never been a suspect. So I don't know.
1: Interesting.
0: Hmm. hmm So, yeah, that is the story of Delmar Veda. That
1: was fucking crazy.
0: Isn't that wild? Could you imagine seeing somebody that you thought didn't exist anymore? Well, I, I can't And even. they look just like you, and you're like, whoa. What the yeah, heck?
1: I can't even fucking fathom that shit. know, right.
0: And for and for her to not freak out and start screaming and like beating that bitch up in the middle of the birthday party, yes, because <laughs> that would have not gone as smoothly as um as it did. I don't know. Yeah. She was really able to compose herself right then.
1: Yeah, that's. I wouldn't have been able to. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know, but that she was able to. I mean, it's it's good because then she would have never been able to. Mm-hmm. Figure it out
0: mm-hmm yep um apparently carolyn correa had like l- done fires before she i guess applied to a medical examiner or some kind of office a hospital office or something and she lit it lit their office on fire when she didn't get the job or when uh, she got fired what the fuck why did nobody she had a history i have no yeah. idea she had like a history of things I think she had warrants out for her arrest. So when this came out, it was like, oh, might as well get her now. Mm -mm. And then also the guy that, uh, Carolyn was with that whole time. He thought that was his daughter too. So that was hard for him to also accept. And also he said that she appeared pregnant unless she was like stuffing her shirt or something, unless she had a miscarriage or something did happen to her baby before she took Delamar, um, Andre claims that she appeared pregnant before, and so now that he knows that this is not his kid, he wondered what happened to the other one. So he said that's pretty traumatic, too.
1: So you said that whenever they sat down to talk, they were talking about the newborn yes both of them
0: having newborns right so So i'm not sure yes i'm not sure if she had already concocted this plan also other sources claim that carolyn um had been to pedro and Luz's home before but other sources claim that that was their that was her only time that she came and that's when everything happened so um it's it's sketchy but yeah she sat and talked to her and acted like oh we have so much in common let's talk about our babies or whatever but nobody knows, like, did she ever have a baby or did she have a miscarriage a while back and then, like, put this plan together? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. Um, So, yeah. And uh, apparently now in prison or within the first few years that she was in there, she was having, like, a hallucinations of babies crying and slamming her head against the wall and stuff. Like, what she had to be put on medication, I fuck? think. Um, Yeah. So she's still in there. I don't know. Do you think the dad would have ever been involved in it? Mm, I don't know. I think he's just a fucking. He just didn't really care. He was like. Yeah. I don't think. Accept it and move on. Yeah. Sad. Um, But geez. Yeah. That's a wild one. Um, Oh. And also. Yeah. It happened. The little girl was taken on December 15th. So I was like. Oh. Today's the fifteenth. I'll cover it. Interesting. It's strange. It's interesting that she also found her in a January of two thousand four or whatever. Yeah, that is December and January. Your birthday? <laughs> no. Well, wait. It was on the twenty fourth. So close. <gasps> Weird. Your birthday, my birthday. No, I'm just kidding. Ooh. That was the article date. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah numerology um oh real quick I found it so uh, it says woman took baby from burning house blah 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 so this is a fox news thing so in court Carolyn Correa publicly accused the father and then she said I loved her as my own. I truly believed she was mine. Defense lawyers argued that Correa suffered from a psychotic condition in which women believe they are pregnant and came to believe the baby was hers. Prosecutors said that she willfully mm-hmm. deprived Vera and the girl's mother loose of their child's milestones from crawling to talking to starting school. Judge Pamela Dem said that she had concluded that while Correa suffered from some depression, she was more manipulative than delusional. Correa briefly apologized in court Friday for the confusion she caused the two families. The judge found the sentiment far short of any acceptance of the magnitude of her crime. You robbed a small girl of a very great deal. The judge acknowledged that who, if anyone, helped Correa remains unknown. Investigators believe that there was a second person because the child disappeared from an upstairs crib while Correa was apparently downstairs with Cuevas. Vera was not home at the time. See, here's what I want to know. Like, I wish that Carolyn would just say what she did because if she's sitting in there with Luz and then the second Luz turns her back, she goes and sets up something that could cause the fire. Maybe she, like, moved the baby to another bedroom and then came back to get her whenever everybody was outside. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And then the that... window was open. Like, who, unless somebody came in through the window while Luce and Carolyn were downstairs. Like, oh, wow. man. Yeah, somebody had to have helped her because
1: there's no way that she would have mm-hmm. been able to. like. hmm and but, then by the time the street
0: was full of people after the fire, like they would have seen something unless they had already, you know, d- done um, it and left. Like
1: Blended in,
0: or yeah, or maybe. But they that did. guy
1: said that he heard a baby crying, so maybe she did put the baby in another somewhere room. else,
0: and then went back to get her when everybody was outside. Yeah. Mm. And that's the thing too is who told Pedro that there was a fire? Because if he wasn't there, where the fuck was his ass? And like, come on, like, I need answers. <laughs> I was reading, like, all through. Because, you know, I got the details, but not every detail. And I like to have every detail. Yeah. Regardless if this shit is solved or not. But anyways, that baby's back with her her biological parents. So good for her. And uh, that's something that never happens, I feel like. Especially with something like this. So some people are like, what an idiot. Mm -hmm. Like, to bring your child that you stole around the same people that might recognize her. But then if she's having like a psychosis she wouldn't have realized cuz hey that's my daughter what do you mean she looks like you <laughs> you know yeah
1: but if I she was know. really suffering a psychosis she would definitely have not been a- i don't i don't feel like she would have been able to do the whole setup you know what i mean like because then that she knows that it's not her baby cuz she has to steal her right
0: right mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't,
1: I don't know.
0: I don't know. Well, but. well, y'all, um, that was that. Mm-hmm. So we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Very bizarre, but also very miraculous. Don't forget to give us a follow over on Instagram at G-I-M-M-E, the creeps. And um, we'll keep you updated if if anything goes on with the black-eyed children. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Or the person who first reported them. Um, Yeah, so enjoy your weekend. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for all your support. And uh, happy holidays, everybody.
1: So did we give you the creeps?